The Art of Meditation is a way of getting into touch with reality. The reason for it is that most civilized people are out of touch with reality because they confuse the world as it is with the world as they think about it and talk about it and describe it. For on the one hand, there is a real world, and on the other, a whole system of symbols about that world which we have in our minds. These are very, very useful symbols. All civilizations depend on them, but like all good things, they have the disadvantages. And the principal disadvantages of symbols is that we confuse them with reality, just as we confuse money with actual wealth. And our names about ourselves, our ideas of ourselves, our images of ourselves, with ourselves. Now, of course, reality, from a philosopher's point of view, is a dangerous word. A philosopher will ask me, "What do you mean by reality? Am I talking about the physical world of nature, or am I talking about a spiritual world, or what?" And to that, I have a very simple answer. When we talk about the material world, that is actually a philosophical concept. So, in the same way, if I say that reality is spiritual, that's also a philosophical concept. And reality itself is not a concept. Reality is, and we won't give it a name. Now it's amazing what doesn't exist in the real world. For example, in the real world, there aren't any things, nor are there events. That doesn't mean to say that the real world is a perfectly featureless blank. It means that it is a marvelous system of wiggles in which we describe things in events. In the same way as we would say the radio operator is speaking through the radio, but it really is the diaphragm that is vibrating, giving us an illusion of the operator speaking. Or, pick out particular groups of stars in the sky and call them constellation, as if they were separate groups of stars. Well, they are groups of stars in the mind's eye, in our system of concepts. They are not out there as constellations, already grouped in the sky. So, in the same way, the difference between myself and all the rest of the universe is nothing more than an idea. It is not a real difference, and meditation is the way in which we come to feel our basic inseparability from the whole universe. And what that requires is that we shut up. That is to say, that we become entirely silent, and cease from the interminable chatter that goes on inside our skulls. Because you see, most of us think compulsively all the time. That is to say, talk to ourselves. Now, obviously, if I talk all the time, I don't hear what anyone else has to say, and so in exactly the same way. If I think all the time, that is to say, if I talk to myself all the time, I don't have anything to think about but thoughts, and therefore, 
I'm living entirely in the world of symbols, and I'm never in relationship with the reality. All right now. That's the first basic reason for meditation. But there's another sense, and this is going to be a little bit more difficult to understand. Why we could say that meditation doesn't have a reason, or doesn't have a purpose. And in this respect, it's unlike almost all other things that we do, except perhaps making music and dancing. Because when we make music, we don't do it in order to reach a certain point, such as the end of the composition. If this were the purpose of music, to get to the end of the piece, then obviously, the fastest players would be the best. And so likewise, when we're dancing, we are not aiming to arrive at a particular place on the floor, as we would if we were taking a journey. When we dance, the journey itself is the point. When we play music, the playing itself is the point. And exactly the same thing is true in meditation. Meditation is the discovery that the point of life is always arrived in the immediate moment. And therefore, if you meditate for an ulterior motive, that is to say, to improve your mind, to improve your character, to be more efficient in life, you've got your eye on the future and you are not meditating. Because the future is a concept. It doesn't exist, as the proverb says. Tomorrow never comes. There's no such thing as tomorrow. There never will be. Because time is always now. And that's one of the things we discover when we stop talking to ourselves and stop thinking. We find there's only a present, only an eternal now. So it's funny then, isn't it? The one meditates for no reason at all, except we could say for the enjoyment of it. And here, I would oppose the essential principle that meditation is supposed to be fun. It's not something you do as a grim duty. The trouble with religion as we know it is that it is so mixed up with grim duties. You do it because it's good for you. It's a kind of a self-punishment. Well, meditation, when correctly done, has nothing to do with that. It is a kind of digging the present. It's a kind of grooving with the eternal now. And brings us into a state of peace where we can understand that the point of life, the place where it's at, is simply here and now.